0: It's the Everything 80s Podcast with Franco in the Morning.
1: Don't you want me, baby? Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. Big
0: Paul Castellano's life last night may very well have been a payoff for getting into such trouble with the feds. I would destroy any man who tries to take what I got. All right, all right, hey, hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Everything 80s Podcast It's powered by Prime 82 Restaurant locally here in Norwich, Connecticut. I am Franco in the Morning from K-Hits FM with Martin T. Hausberger from the K-Hits Trending Booth. Good morning, Marty. Hello, Franco. Oh, good morning, afternoon, and hello to everyone. Uh, January 27th is when we're recording on uh, Friday. And I like to do that because sometimes I'll listen to a podcast, not Mm -hmm. criticizing, but I'd like to know when they did it.
1: Yeah, that would be helpful. You know,
0: when did this happen? Of course, we do dates all the time on our podcast, uh, but a shout-out to the OG, Original Gangster Podcast, which is my favorite podcast right now, uh, and sometimes they won't say what year it is when they're, no, like, gee, that happened a couple of years ago, and then they'll, then they'll say later, oh, they're doing a show during the pandemic or whatever, but uh, terrific podcast. If you're into anything mob or... Anything related to the cartel, that type of crime. Which Boy, you,
1: are. you are.
0: I learned so much from these guys. They're amazing. So anyway, uh, welcome aboard here. It's our Everything 80s podcast. We changed our format. We used to do this this Weekend week. review. Yeah, weekend
1: review. What happened?
0: Uh, yeah. I wanted to do everything 80s, and so we're going to be talking about music, movies, uh, true crime, Uh, anything 80s pop culture, fashion, and I'm excited about it. This is our second one together, Marty, doing this. I thought the first one
1: went really well. I think it it did. It was quite good.
0: I think it did, so be sure to go back and check that out and uh, do whatever it is you do with podcasts. Follow, uh, share, uh, like. like. You could also find me on TikTok doing the history of music at Franco in the Morning. You can listen to me on the radio with Marty at BigHitsBigFun.com. We're an 80s radio station. Really great 80s stuff. It's really
1: upbeat. Mm -hmm. It's very good.
0: And please follow me if you find me on Facebook Reels. I'm
1: trying to build an audience there as well. So thank you. The question should be, where aren't you?
0: Uh, Myspace <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't be so sure You probably still have your profile
0: Speaking of everything 80s uh, probably I want to talk. Uh, the, uh, start Marty with movies This morning okay. We've been doing this uh, thing really cool on our website You can still yep. get involved BigHitsBigFun.com yep. If you're from out of our area Which is we're in the northeast Eastern Connecticut the prize, maybe not up your alley because it's something here in New London, Connecticut, but a great prize for our local listeners and followers—that's tickets to the Guard Art Center
1: for a movie. The Guard Art Center is so cool. I was there the oh, other day. What did you see? Eastern Connecticut um, Symphony Orchestra.
0: Oh, you're all snooty now.
1: And they had a, uh, a big band there too that uh, did the last was half of the Dick show. Was it Dick Campo? No, no, no. What? It was the New London Big Band. Oh, oh uh,
0: Tim Ferravanti was on drums. Mr. F. Uh,
1: uh, may have been. Yeah. He was very good. Yeah, he's fantastic. Sean, somebody is their leader. He was, he was very uh, good. They played down at the show a lot. Yeah, downtown. that's Mr. F. Okay. Uh, yeah, he was good. Uh,
0: Tim Ferravante on drums. He is the music teacher at Waterford High School and a mentor to my son. Oh,
1: really? Mentor to my son, Colin. Maybe your son should get in this and band. Plus, they were really good at like 17 pieces. Yeah. Man, they were good.
0: Also a mentor to uh, my stepson, former stepson, I guess, uh, Matthew. Uh, Both of them were in the music program over at Waterford High. Mr. F, shout out to Mr. F. Yeah, he was good. All right, so what we're doing on our website is uh, we're doing a little program called Movie Madness. I'm going to give Marty a Mm -hmm. chance to tell me who he would vote for. We put movies up against each other, and it's like bracket style. They're voting them up. So I'm going to start with what the field was originally. Tell me who you would vote for. Then I'll tell Mm -hmm. you who's been eliminated and where we stand now. And please, even if you're not playing for the prize, go to BigHitsBigFun.com. It's fun. fun. It's fun. And we'd love to just have uh, more people, you know, joining us on our website. That's where you can hear the radio stations. And you that. can
1: argue with people that are in your aura, in yeah. your space about... Which one's the better movie? You can do that,
0: and uh, here's the thing: I I put this original list together, and I tried to put movies that would be really hard uh, to choose because they're kind of similar up against each other.
1: Yeah, you did a good job with the a- first one, a-
0: and then as people vote, uh, the, the they're not so much you know uh, movies of the same genre anymore. And I'll get to that. All right, so my first one I put up was uh, Dirty Dancing versus Footloose. What you got?
1: And I said by far. Footloose. Okay, so you have footloose. No doubt. Okay, Footloose.
0: All right, uh, Say Anything versus Ferris Bueller.
1: Oh, Ferris Bueller. Okay, you have Bueller. Bueller.
0: Um, I had, this is a really tough one for, I think, girls who grew up in the 80s. Pretty in Pink versus 16 Candles. You probably don't know either one of them.
1: Oh, I do. Oh, yeah, do. Pretty, Pretty in Pink was the first movie I saw on the first date with my wife. Oh, my God. So That's we, what we saw on our first date. So you got to go with that. And we have a DVD. We watch it every now and then, like on our anniversary or something. Okay.
0: Uh, Gremlins versus Beetlejuice. See how they you kind No, I match? never
1: saw either one of those. All right, so we'll But yeah, 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 I see how they match. What doing. Now, watch what I did
0: here. Um, I have, uh, Rambo versus, uh, uh, no, Aliens versus Predator.
1: Didn't see either one of those either. All
0: right. Then I had Bull Durham versus, guess what?
1: Field of Dreams. Oh,
0: that, you
1: can't do that. That is so tough. <laughs> right, right. Oh, man. I will tell you, Field of Dreams is running away. I was going to say, that's probably, yeah. that's my wife's favorite movie. That's terrible. So, it's a great, what do you mean terrible? Yeah. You're, you don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, this eliminates you from the podcast uh, I'll not, go with Field of Dreams
0: though. I have Lost Boys versus um, what I have it against because it's not on here for some reason oh I had Lost Boys versus way to be prepared uh, no because it's different on here I'm looking at it on the website and they've, they've changed originally I had it up against um, the Outsiders Lost Boys Ooh, versus Outsiders oh, that's Outsiders yeah okay that's what I had Then I have, um,
1: oh, this is easy. You ever read The Outsiders, the book? That's one of my favorite books. I had to. It's (laughs) so good. When
0: I was a para two years ago. Oh, at Franklin, yeah. She made me read it. (laughs) She made you read it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You should say, you're not the boss of me.
0: I know, that's what I felt like saying uh breakfast club uh versus uh i forgot what that one was versing but it's it's running away anyway it's, it's just not coming up right on the website i apologize jeez uh i'm sorry about that i'm don't mean to
1: be inconsistent with it
0: oh caddyshack versus coming to america
1: oh please all right caddyshack
0: then i had this was good moonstruck versus
1: beaches Moonstruck.
0: Yeah, and I apologize. It's really hard to read these off my phone on the website. I never uh, saw
1: Beaches, but that's Bette Midler, right? And yeah. I don't know. There's something about her I just can't stand.
0: <laughs> Isn't she not know of them? Oh, okay. So he's, all right. No, she's not in both of them. All right. This was a good one, but I think uh, the original Batman, which is the real Batman. Yeah, the real. Uh, you know, the original Batman movie, 1989, versus Back to the Future.
1: Oh, Back to the Future. Really? No doubt. Not close.
0: See, now, when it comes to Batman, um, uh, and to me... You know, hands down, Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah. Um, Karate Kid versus Rocky. Ooh, wow! These
1: are good matchups,
0: right? Rocky
1: the original didn't that come out in the seventies? Well, I put it in there. It's like it was on the cusp. Was it? I don't think so. I'll go with Rocky though. Adrian. That was a great fast times
0: at Ridgemont High versus risky business.
1: Oh my God, that is tough. That's tough, right? Oh my God, that is a good compare. Oh my gosh, Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Fast Times. Fast Times Ridgemont High. Yeah.
0: All right, then. I was at
1: a uh, dinner the other day at a restaurant, and at the bar, they were playing that all right. on the TV. All right. <laughs> and it was the part where Phoebe Cates comes out of the pool.
0: So you're going with that. All right. So I'm
1: sitting with my family, and all of a sudden, there's Phoebe Cates. And you're trying Uh-oh. not to drool. I'm trying not to look over there, but I can't help it. Good thing he wasn't standing. He would have gotten taller. I know, exactly.
0: Top Gun versus... Pass the breadsticks, um, I don't think so. Top Gun versus Die Hard. Oh, Top Gun, no yeah. doubt. Okay. All right, so here's what's left. Now, listen to the way these matchups are going. This is really funny, I think. So Um, this is
1: the next round. Okay. So
0: in the the next round, now it's Dirty Dancing versus Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. It's gotten down to Risky Business versus Caddyshack. Oh, Caddyshack. Now, look at this matchup. I think this is hilarious. Beaches versus Back to the
1: Future. Back to the Future. It's just
0: the way the computer does it. Um, Then it's Aliens uh, Aliens versus Field of Dreams.
1: Oh, Field of Dreams, please.
0: Karate Kid versus Risky Business.
1: Risky Business.
0: And the final one is Outsiders. This is a good one. Outsiders. I know what I would vote for, but Outsiders versus Breakfast Club. Now, if you're an Ooh. older female, your Outsiders is just loaded with with the future hunks. I mean, Patrick Swayze. has
1: yeah, been Tom so long.
0: Cruise.
1: Um, Breakfast Club is so, a, so high a school, though, because everybody went to yeah. high school. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. So. I, I, to me, it's Breakfast Club.
1: Yeah, you know? I would agree.
0: And I saw a great clip of Breakfast Club. It was uh, um, Molly Ringworm. <laughs> <laughs> no, Molly Ringwald, and uh, and uh, who played the uh, the crazy girl? The, the girl who didn't. Oh, was uh, Ali what's her name? Sheedy. No, no, no. yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was it was clips of them? They were doing Talking Heads, talking about John Hughes, and oh, yeah. it had clips of him directing. It says, "Oh my God, he died so young." And I mean, which, there was one of those movies he wrote in a weekend. I think it was Home Alone. He wrote in one. In a of the weekend? W- in a weekend. Oh
1: my God. One of the movies. He might not have been Home Alone. So, so which d- one of the Breakfast Club were you in high school? <laughs> you were you, Judd Nelson. Do you have to
0: ask. I was Bender.
1: <laughs> you were Judd Nelson. I was Judd Nelson, for sure.
0: Yeah. You were the athlete, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Emilio Estevez, yes.
0: Who would have been the brain?
1: <laughs> From where? From this building. From nobody. this building? No the brain? There is no brains. Yeah.
0: All right, so that's a look. So again, um it's bighitsbigfun.com. Go to the website. That's where you can hear our radio station. That's also uh where you can vote on these movies. I think it's a lot of fun.
1: I can't uh, believe Dirty Dancing beat Footloose. Ugh.
0: Isn't oh, that crazy? Well, that's I because of the, as, as the you know, women, you know, when, uh, uh, you know, when uh, the ladies are going to vote for Patrick Swayze. I get it. You know? I get it. Yeah. I should have put Roadhouse in there, huh? Was that 80s? It was, right? Think so, yeah. Roadhouse was great. That was a great movie for uh, for guys, yeah. guys and women. Women loved it because it Patrick Swayze's shirtless. Right. Guys loved it because it was a guys movie. Yeah. Except you know, if you go back and watch a it, fighting. Yeah, but all, it's, the 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 choreography choreography of the fights are just it's terrible. Not good. That's terrible. I have to go back. Um, and they also had that other guy in there. Can never remember his name. Got the big mustache. My wife loves him. In Roadhouse, yeah. Come
1: on, mm, come on, we can't remember him? I don't know. You don't remember? It's Roadhouse, man, it's been a long, long time. <laughs> People are listening, and they're screaming at me. They're I mean, screaming at us, do you, you not know. idiots, how do you, how do, you not know? do a podcast, and I don't know who that dude is. Well, it's
0: okay, because you don't, you know, um, it doesn't have to be uh, everything prepared or whatever, we're talking. Yeah, we don't
1: it, you know. pretend to be experts. No. This is real, man.
0: I'm looking it up. Because it's going to bother me. Oh, Sam Elliott. The women love Sam Oh, they, oh yeah, they God. do.
1: Yeah. The older Sam Elliott gets, the better looking, the, the better looking he, gets, he gets, and the more women like him. You know, he's not going like,
0: to be one of those old guys like I'm going to be in a few years with the cane all shake getting going. No, rah, rah. no.
1: But he's a man's man, yeah. too, because men like him. Yeah. He's oh, so absolutely. Yeah, he's um, like,
0: he's the man. He was in Mask with Cher. Remember that? Yes,
1: I remember that. Oh, I man, totally Sam Elliott.
0: Yeah, my wife loves
1: him. And his voice. His yeah. voice is so good. And
0: she loves, because uh, she likes the you know she likes the muscular type. That's why she married me. I was going to say, why is she with you? Moesa, what's his name?
1: Oh, Jason Momoa. Yeah, Momoa. Aquaman. Yeah,
0: and she loves
1: Lenny Kravitz. All
0: right, so enough about who my wife is going to have a fear (laughs) of
1: fantasizing about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, every time we're done, I'm like, who was I today? You were Jennifer <laughs> You were Jennifer Anderson with the air conditioner on. Oh, All right. Oh, boy. oh. <laughs> All right. I want to talk next. And we try and do three subjects. Uh, we, we are covering a lot of different topics of the 80s, so stay with us. These are number one songs from 1980, and I'll have a tidbit to go along with some of them. So this is the, ni- the year 1980. The year All right. 1980. All right. All right. Number one, January 5th, was Please Don't Go by Casey and the Sunshine Band, and we don't play that.
1: That's not one of my favorite Casey in the Sunshine Band songs. I'm surprised a bit that it's uh, went to number one. I saw Casey and the Sunshine Band last Recently, year at yeah. Foxwoods. How was And Casey? they were so good. Really? And I, But he's very heavy now, he's, right? He's quite heavy now, but he makes fun of himself. Yeah. He makes fun of himself. He, he knows who he is. And yeah. He still tries to dance with his a little bit. Eee, he may want to... Eh. Yeah. He called himself KFC in the Sunshine Band (laughs) because he was so heavy.
0: You know what? uh, But they
1: rocked, man. They were really good. I'm going to tell you right now, the Jeffrey Dahmer...
0: Uh, Netflix series ruined that song for me forever because that was always on when he was driving in the car or wherever he was. Goes, Please don't go. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I did don't not know realize why, there was
1: a Dahmer connection. Whoever, to Casey wrote, and that, the Sunshine whoever band. wrote that, whoever wrote that, a ton of money on the publishing yeah, for that. And people were into it, man. They were the warm up band for this concert I was at. Who were, and people who? were into it. They were up in the aisles who dancing. The um was headliner? B 52s. Wow, what a show. I, think I, was, I know. That was thanks good. for the
0: ticket. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, uh, number one, January 12, 1980, Escape the Pina Colada song. <laughs> I have so many stories about this song. Do you? I'll never forget, I was a music director in 1980 mm-hmm. at an AM radio station in New Haven. Good. And it was a woman who worked for Epic Records came in to pitch that song to me to add. And she's like, no. Do you get it? It's about them. <laughs> like, yeah, I get it, you know. Uh, they met each other, you know. A um, couple things with that. First did of all, did you add it? Of course. Um, first of all, uh, did you ever hear a song? You might be too young, but there was a song about cannibalism back in the seventies called Timothy.
1: Mm, trapped in a, it was
0: like trapped in a mind, no food to eat. And Joe said to me, he'd sell his soul for just a piece of meat. And they, there was three guys uh-huh. trapped in his mind and two came uh-huh. out. They ate the guy. Mm. Right. Yeah. Uh, Rupert Holmes wrote that song.
1: Oh, really? I was like, "What's the connection here?" Yeah. Okay. So what
0: happened Yikes. was, uh, record company executives were trying to say to the radio stations that they didn't want to play it, "No, Timothy is a horse. They ate a horse." And they called. Like uh, that's good. They called Rupert Holmes. It's like, no, man, he's a the guy. They <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rupert, he fessed up, man. And this he is had, real.
0: He oh. had worked on that song for years, and it, it came to him. He had an office in New York City. And he was, you know, he's not just a one-hit wonder. First of all, he had more than one hit. You know, he had, right. tel- he had an answer machine or telephone machine, whatever. But he was, uh, he was a successful playwright, author. I mean, unreal. quite the talent. Yeah, musical arranger. He was looking out his window, and everybody in New York in this like mid seventies because this song came out 8, 1980, So mm-hmm. he worked on this for years. I guess it was late 70s and everyone was wearing Gucci, you know, Gucci bags, you know, yeah. and uh, and he he was looking and kind of came, a melody came to his head, if you like wearing Gucci. And, oh, okay. and, and that's how it became, you know, uh, it's a cool story. All right. Also, Rock With You was number one in uh, 1980. Uh, Michael Jackson. written From by, the wall. Yeah, yeah. Written by somebody, Templeton, from, from the band Heat Wave, who wrote Always uh, and
1: Forever. Yeah. Didn't Heat Wave do Car Wash? No. Did he do Car wash? No. I don't know. There's some Heat Wave he song I that. really like.
0: Did he do Car And no, I got to Google think,
1: that. I think they did. I'll look it up online. I agree. Own. I agree.
0: All right. Uh, Captain and Tennille, uh, do that to me one more time. Was I number was a one little in naughty. February
1: of 1980. That was a little naughty, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, uh, Boogie Nights' Heat Wave did. That's yeah. what I was thinking yeah. of. And the Groove Line. You remember that song? I played it this morning. Did you? Yeah. Oh man, I wish I was listening.
0: Uh, who sang Car Wash? You got to do this. Uh,
1: Rolls Royce, wasn't it? Yes. yes. Thank you. Very Rolls good, Royce. Marty. Very hey, good.
0: We need someone on the ones and twos here today, as they say yeah. on the OG podcast. <laughs> All right, crazy little thing called Love was number one in March of 1980 by Queen. Your, uh, one of your
1: favorite bands?
0: Yeah, a salute to Elvis. This thing, Gold <laughs> Love. Uh, another break in the Wall was number one in March. i never forget when that came out. We were playing yep. it. Uh, Call Me by Blondie, number one, May 3rd through
1: June 7th. I love Blondie. was the number
0: one song. And I told so you about it. Deborah Harry's run-in with Ted Bundy,
1: right? I don't think so.
0: Uh, I'll do that on another podcast. Okay. All right, but yeah, she actually got in the car. With Bundy? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I told yeah, you, that, you told me that People think it's like urban legend, but it's true. Uh, Funky Town by Lips Incorporated, number one, June 14th. Uh, Coming up by Paul McCartney was number one July 5th. I never liked that song. You know, I
1: didn't either. And you're a Beatles guy.
0: I'm a Beatles guy, but, you know, when it comes to the debate of, you know, there's no doubt John uh, wrote from the soul and Paul wrote pop songs. And, you know, that's just the way it was. Nothing. Um, There's nothing wrong with either one. No, no. I mean, Paul McCartney, probably the best composer of our time, maybe of all time. Uh, still rock and roll to me, Billy Joel. I think I played that today. It <laughs> Came out in nineteen eighty. Was number twenty. Didn't Billy Joel uh, number one July twenty sixth? Gonna start touring with Stevie Nicks this year. Yeah, they're gonna do some dates
1: together. That's wild.
0: Uh, oh, wow. I'm, I'm reminded now by Olivia uh. Newton John, August 9th, magic. That was a cool song. That was a good song. Yeah, I like the movie. We don't play that either on our station. We should. Sailing by Christopher Cross was number 1 uh, How do you August not play
1: 30. a number 1 song? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't How pro- does that I don't work?
0: program the station. August 30th uh Sailing by Christopher Cross
1: was number 1.
0: I love would, this next one. That would totally just like stop the station if we played Sailing by Christopher Cross.
1: I like that song. I don't I'm not a really a slow song guy, but I like that song. He I've always like, liked that song. He won song. like
0: six Grammys, and then he disappeared oh, yeah.
1: forever. But he's kind of back now. Yeah, he plays he's the Wolf once in a
0: while here in town. Uh, upside Down, Diana Oh, I love Ross. that
1: song. That yeah. song is so good.
0: Yeah. I annoyed the entire market. This is before you were here. I was running a radio station back when I was Franco, and I was doing some cool stuff. Um, I had a campaign that uh, the radio station was turning Southeastern Connecticut upside down, <laughs> and I put the billboards up upside down. And I played Upside Down by Diana Ross for like 24 hours. It's
1: very clever. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it, People I'm sure like, that campaign Stop! was good. Stop!
0: Stop it. Uh, another one, Bites the Dust, October 11, 1980, Queen oh, again. One of the
1: best ever, yeah.
0: Woman in Love, Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand had some hits, you know, oh, I mean, yeah. you know, although she sold millions of records and did the movies, but she had some records on the radio.
1: Yeah, a little too slow uh, for me. Woman but- in
0: Love, Barbara Streisand. Lady by Kenny Rogers was number one,
1: December 6th, 1980. He was huge in the 80s. Man, was he huge. Big. Big big. crossover.
0: And big friends with Lionel Richie. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: And then uh, Lionel Richie later recorded uh, Lady. Yeah, it was a
1: different version. Different version, yeah. That's a great song.
0: Um, December 27th. What do you think? Following December December 8th that year. Mm, Just Starting over? Yeah, just like starting over John Lennon. You know, and I know... It's an I, okay song. Yeah. I, you know what? All this time I'm a Beatles fan, I'm, I'm I'm able to admit when I didn't know something, it wasn't until I listened to the John Lennon interview that he did with my friend Dave Sholin.
1: Look at you name-dropping.
0: No, Dave Sholin was a- actually the last person, no, he, he and his crew, to interview John Lennon. They spent the day with him December 8th, 1980. Mm. And when Dave got back to San Francisco... You know,
1: he had heard the news. When it had already been shot right by the time he got back.
0: And I did like a five-part interview with Dave at Franco in the Morning on TikTok. Just look for it. Oh, wow. That's right. But I didn't know until I was reminded, because I I had heard this interview in its entirety before, that that was like he was trying to start like like the way Elvis would start along. Yeah, it's
1: got that. Yeah, it's got that Elvis feel. I never
0: noticed an Elvis feel to that. So my bad. All right, uh, we have one more topic, and unfortunately, it's true crime. But we, added, <laughs> we added true crime to our Murder. roster uh, uh, because we're talking everything 80s, and this will be the final part of our segment. We thank you so much for listening. couple of reminders. If you're consuming anything 80s, be sure to uh, check out our podcast every week. We'll try to do one every week, and a new one every week. Uh, also, follow me on TikTok, at FrancoInTheMorning. And you could uh, find me on Facebook Reels Franco Carifano, and please give a follow there for my short uh, uh, my short versions of the history of music. And you can, of course, uh, follow the
1: station at BigHitsBigFun.com
0: for a great '80s radio station.
1: Do you uh, ever sleep? You got a morning show. And you can do all this stuff. Do you ever sleep?
0: Somebody said that to me, uh, Luigi, the pizza guy. Uh. I called him. I, te- I sent him a text at nine o'clock to see if we want to do our Super Bowl promotion. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Do you ever stop?" And I'm like, "Yeah, between like 10 and 3." <laughs> Cuz I have a night job. Right. I have a nighttime job and I have my comedy company. A lot of shows coming up.
1: That's good. It's kind of ramping back up. Yeah.
0: And I go to the gym and I work. my I walk my dog. So.
1: Yeah, I went to the gym with you last week. Oh my. You didn't give me the bronze buttering cream like I asked.
0: You know, I didn't even want to tell that story because you made it sound like... <laughs> I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but he made it... it was there was like, a
1: girl behind us. It
0: was like right out of the Seinfeld episode uh, where, you know, the the girl over here is Jerry and George talking about... She thinks they're gay. Not yeah. that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> no. We go to the gym and Marty's like, you know, Marty... Uh, he pushes it a little bit, tries to, too hard to be funny all the time. Some people are naturally funny. So he's like, oh, are uh, you going to give me some of that bronze tanning uh, lotion? There was a
1: big bucket of it back there behind the and desk.
0: So, I, To which I said, gee, you know, I should start doing the tanning booth. I'm going on the cruise. And he goes, I don't want to hear about the cruise. You never take me anywhere. <laughs> our station, it's
1: true. I don't get to go on the rock the boat cruises that these our radio other station. jocks get to go on.
0: Our radio station is going on cruises every year.
1: Yeah, for We're like listeners. five years running. And do I get invited? No.
0: And we walk away from the con, I'm like, do you realize, (laughs) and I reviewed what he had just said, oh, you're going to buy me some brownsing butter (laughs) to to cruise? I don't want to hear about it. You never take me anywhere. I'm like, you made (laughs) us sound like we're gay, not that there's anything wrong with that.
1: And there's this girl right behind us, and she's very attractive. Very attractive. You should have said, you want to have sex on the floor right now? Come on. <laughs> Come on, girl. Right now. i have sex with you right now.
0: Steinfeld reference. I would never say that. Oh, my God. All right. So uh, we, uh, just, uh, we're we going to do a little bit of true crime here before we wrap up. And we thank you so much for listening, sharing, following, whatever did you do a podcast. Well,
1: this has got a Connecticut angle to it. A uh, girl in uh, 1982, strangled teenager, Baytown, Texas, was unidentified for like 32 years and they didn't... Uh, the DNA match until 2014 it turned out to be a 15 year old girl from Connecticut oh wow named Michelle Garvey and they still don't know who killed her wow so it's cold case yeah very much of a cold very case very much a cold a Connecticut case. connection mm, you know
0: there's a woman I wish I could remember her name but she's on Instagram Connecticut murder lady or something and oh, uh, nice. she works at my vet and she has great uh, Connecticut murder you know cold cases and stuff like that mm. not all cold cases but yeah so follow her, get her on the Instagram. podcast yeah I could do that. Yeah. know yeah. you can. All right. What do and, you got? Uh, well, this one uh, really uh, was huge. There isn't anyone listening who doesn't know about this and the murder of Adam Walsh. Oh, yeah. Um, it
1: launched his father's career. Yeah,
0: yeah. In 1981, Adam, as you'll remember, was kidnapped, murdered, and decapitated.
1: It's a Kentucky guy uh, from Louisville. Uh, the guy who did it? No, Adam.
0: Oh, Adam's from Louisville. And it was really a wake-up call for the plight of missing children in America. Uh, There was the TV movie, Adam, which ended with a roll call of photographs uh, and descriptions of missing children, which Mm -hmm. later put children back together with their parents, like 30 of them or something. Oh, yeah, they did a lot of that good stuff. I'm going to go revisit the trailer of that movie. Uh, Adam's father, John Walsh, became a very active spokesman. Had that uh, show for a long time. America's Most Wanted. Uh, where he captured um, close to well, over 1,200 fugitives. Jeez. Uh, due to leads on his show. Yep. Um, boy, I know when I researched this, I was kind of like Googling around at the picture of the little boy in his little baseball picture. It's oh, I know like that had, one. I
1: can see it now. Oh, oh, he's it's so just cute. It's so
0: heartbreaking. Missing
1: that, tooth, I think.
0: Yeah, that people would do that. Uh, and I guess it was an Otis Tool, I think it was.
1: They finally got the guy, Yeah, right?
0: they did get him. He was a serial killer. And his name was Otis Tool.
1: He's and a tool. Yeah, yeah. Um, this didn't start the whole kids on the milk carton thing, did it? I, it beforehand? may, it
0: may have. I don't know. Anyway, he was abducted from a Sears department store, and you can never be too careful. Oh, and it's I, a parent's
1: worst nightmare. I
0: tell, um, I tell my daughter Ashley that all the time. And of course, she's a great mom, but has got mean, two kids, right? Two seconds. Two little ones. It takes a yeah. second, you know. And I, I tell my teenage uh, stepdaughters, and you tell your daughters the same thing. Uh, You know, this is a different subject, but sex trafficking. They can get a teenage girl in a matter of seconds in a van, and you're gone. You really have to know your surroundings. Don't talk to anyone. And I see these stories on TikTok all the time of these girls who just barely got away because there's a, you know, uh, they'll come up and say, "Oh, what kind of cell phone is that?" Or are you doing a TikTok? And they'll engage you in conversation and bang your ho- your your hostage in the
1: basement. Yeah, yeah, and you're not you're not thinking anything's wrong at the
0: yeah. At the, so the really, 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 as a as a PSA, I, I, we're really warning parents to to make sure your kids are aware of their
1: surroundings. And we've always been there. We're always in a store or something, and yeah. we we can't find our kid for like five oh seconds, and we get panicked. And I lost he's Frankie. in the next aisle or something. It I'm, always happens.
0: My son Frankie, who's now forty. <laughs> I lo- Yeah, that's how old I am. Um, I lost him when he was six at Great Adventure in oh, New no, Jersey. Oh, no, an amusement
1: park? Yes. Oh, my gosh. How long did it take you to find him?
0: When the loudspeaker said, Attention, parent of <laughs> Frank Carafano, he's in Lost Parents. I'm like, thank God.
1: Uh, he's oh. in the lousy parents section. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's what they should call it. They should
1: call it that awful
0: parents section,
1: the lousy parents section. And then say, Frank Carafano, please. Say your name. All yes. Right. When I open,
0: repeat, you know what? When I open Franco World, that's going to be what I do. Franco World. I'm going to call it the dist parents section. Should have had
1: that in your laser tag facility when you had that up and running.
0: Well, no one was lost at my set <laughs> on my watch. Except dark my own, in there. Except my own dark. Case. Um, but anyway, he was abducted at a Sears. And this was in Hollywood, Florida, in 1981, actually. Mm. And his severed head was found too. Oh, I didn't want to yeah. say that again.
1: It's just so awful. You know, just, That's the worst. I mean, you're going to decapitate somebody. That's that. There's nothing know, worse. I mean, come on, absolutely really. terrible. You got to do that.
0: We do want to, uh, we're going to wrap up. Or you had one more, The Wrestler, right? You have time for that? Let's do Jimmy. That's a little long.
1: How about I just do Everybody Remembers This One, 1982, The Tylenol Murders, based out in Chicago. Oh, they Sarnite. were lacing. Cyanide, yeah, yeah, cyanide in in the Tylenol, yeah. which has led to what? What do we have to go through today? Uh, the the tops, the cap locks. Yeah, that's cap right. Locks, yeah. That's where it came from. Mm. The Tylenol murders of 1982. I did a piece on TikTok. Still don't know who did
0: it. I'm trying to re. No, no, they got the guy. No, they did. Well, they, they. know who it is. They just can't prove it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Well, on then TikTok. they don't
1: have him, Then do they? I guess. But was uh, it an inside job? A Tylenol guy.
0: No, it? I, 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 you know, I for life of me, I can't remember, but I did, I did a piece on this like last year. I used to do a thing on TikTok. Follow me at Franco in the morning. I do, um, yeah, I would do uh, headlines and hits, and that was one of the headlines. I, was, I, was doing I think you got it mixed
1: up because my sources say no suspects have been identified.
0: All right, so thanks everyone for listening. We so appreciate it, and um be sure to follow us at fun dot com. Franco out.